Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome to VSC 91.3 FM stereo on the void and of course uh, also on 89.8 to 90.9 VSC broadcasting also on audio stream www.vscfm.co.za out in the world wide web and you can now catch us live on our streaming app well uh, it's now time for MJC Speaks and normally what we do in this program is we get to grips with another body another arm of the Muslim Judicial Council however tonight is slightly different and I think it's appropriate that uh, we change uh, the focus as we're going to be looking at uh, a uh, a particular um, uh, law that uh, uh, certain bodies are trying to pass uh, uh, aided by the aided by the 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 the, the, the con- aided by an arm of the constitution in a sense subhanallah so tonight we'll be speaking about uh, um, the uh, regulation of religion and religious panels uh, and practices rather uh, and of course uh, this uh, is something that recently has been has been has been offered up to the national assembly for debate and discussion and uh, there is great contestation amongst the religious bodies or religious people of faith uh, in 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 south africa as a result of uh, the, the 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 fact that what we're asking basically is that we're going to be regulating religion it's going to be regulated by a specific body which means that uh, um, uh, in essence the freedom to govern yourself has been taken away as a as a faith body as a religious body whether you're muslim whether you're jew whether you're hindu whether you're christian uh, you know no religion has a, will have the right to govern themselves anymore but uh, to talk about this a little bit more we are joined in studio by sheikh munir abdurof executive member of the muslim judicial council later on inshallah we're hoping to be joined by sheikh ihsan talib uh, of ipsa inshallah uh, sheikh munir assalamu alaikum and welcome to vse Sheikh, I must say, uh, very anxious to get going on this topic. I think uh, that, subhanAllah, I, I, there has been media coverage, but not uh, enough, I think. Mm. And um, I think perhaps to some degree, people are not aware of the impact this would have on them. And again, I'm saying not just Muslim, Christian, uh, Jewish, Hindu, whoever, whichever faith exists, faith uh, bodies exist within within South Africa. And I think largely this was brought about by certain uh, certain uh, should I say uh, religious groupings within in South Africa who have who have capitalized on on, on the congregations mm-hmm. and have uh, sought to turn uh, the religion into a business they've we've heard about the doom and the oils and all of these mm-hmm. things going on I think someone said back and said we need to regulate this we need to regulate and see that people aren't being taken for a ride in the in the name of, of religion but of course this is a very extreme approach to 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 regulation in a sense um, first of all when we talk about uh, the regulation of religion and religious panels, let's just talk about the, the process of how this, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, law act uh, came came into not into being in a sense has not been passed, mm. yet, but how was it conceptualized? Yes, Muhammad for that beautiful introduction. Yes, if you look at this current status or position that we find ourselves in. There is a bill that has basically been um, brought forth and is currently sitting with the Committee on Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs. Right, and that was um, submitted by or brought forth by the CRL Right Commission, which is also a an institu- a constitutional institution or chapter nine institution. 
Um, the background to this is that there are many religions in South Africa today. Right? Uh, we have freedom of religion as per the constitution. However, they have found that within certain religions, right, not necessarily Muslims, not necessarily Christians, or, or any other denomination, um, there was abuse. Right? We refer to the prophet of doom, a person saying that, okay, I'll spray you with doom and your sins will be forgiven, for example. Um, I will then say, if you eat a snake, you will be cleansed, or you should drink petrol, or you should give me a uh, hundred thousand rand for some holy water, and you'll be a better person, and so forth. All right. So there were certain abuses um, in the name of religion, right? And this was then taken forth um, by the the commission or the CRL Rights Commission, and um, they then looked into the matter. They have done certain research. And they have then come to the long and short of it that religion should be governed in terms of legislation. Right? And that is when we're looking at the regulation of religions in South Africa. And they have then proposed a, a bill. Right? They had a, an initial um, bill that they were working on in their first report. And in the final report, they had a different version of it, more or less the same. But it has the effect of uh, religions in South Africa being governed by certain rules. Any individual or organization or institution that falls under an umbrella organization must be governed and also licensed. So you have to pay a licensing fee and there will also be a peer review committee that will look into any uh, problem areas concerning uh, the religion itself. The parties on the panel would not necessarily only be, let's say, Muslims. It would be of various denominations. And it goes on and on and on. And on the top of a structure, the final arbiter would then be the uh, CLRL Rights Commission. So this is basically what has been presented by um, by the uh, by the commission, and there was not much public participation. Um, there was a bit, but not enough, in light of what is needed, because this is regulation of religion um, in South Africa. But the bill is there. I do know that there is fierce opposition to this bill by organizations like um, 4SA, Freedom of Religion South Africa, and they are opposing the bill in its entirety. Um, um, if, before we, we get into that, I just want to maybe go back and when we talk about uh, legalization, I think sometimes um, we, we might think, well, okay, maybe people just need to be registered. Yeah. But let's talk about the impact of, um, uh, of, of uh, regulation in the sense, because this is something that South Africa has not seen. Yeah. Uh, and in, and if, we, if, we have to, if we have to, you know, make it clear, um, even in the apartheid era, we never saw religion being regulated to the to the level that it has. Um, we understand that um, if we look at uh, 
in other countries, if you look at um, United States, uh, w- which has one of the, w- the world's oldest democracy in a sense, uh, if you look at the UK in a sense, uh, we don't see this kind of regulation. So first of all, um, obviously uh, a drastic step. Uh, for, for for South Africa, for 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 government to want to consider even looking at um, regulating religion. So then let's talk about the regulation itself. Um, how how would we be regulating uh, religious bodies, uh, faith-based communities? How would how would that regulation, apart from just the licensing and apart from a fee that needs to be paid, apart from the uh, peer review, and and I want to set this peer review aside as a separate issue. Let's just look at what this, these regulations would entail. No, um, basically, if you read the 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 bill, it it, it states that any religious institution or individual who practices religion in South Africa, all right, um, you would have to register that place of worship where he instructs another person with matters concerning religion. Um, when I, 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 I attended one of the seminars by the, the, the department, um, his government department, they basically stated that even if it is under three, it has to be registered. So there will be regulation. They will know exactly where what is happening. All right. Um, the intention behind all of this is, is good. They want to know what is happening in the country. Um, however, it's more of over-regulation. Right? There's, there's first you have to register. Then you have to apply for license. You have to pay the licensing fee. You will be governed by not what you believe it will be a panel of different individuals right that are similar in in faith let's say for example muslims what is the the definition of a muslim what is the definition of a muslim in terms of the muslim judicial council of ahlu sunnah wal jama'ah it might be different sects right so there might be different doctrinal differences um Regarding this matter, but they will all be sitting together and uh, actually issuing, the li- issuing these licenses. And then perhaps also if we ask the question, the danger there, for us as Muslims, Sheikh has mentioned, we're from the Ahli Sunnah wal Jama'ah, there might be other groups who uh, perhaps uh, uh, this community does not recognize in terms of, um, and I mean, uh, there are various, there's various groups out there who claim to be of, 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 of uh, claim, claim to have Islam as a doctrine, but to have other beliefs inserted into their faith in a sense. So in essence, uh, would there be any safeguards uh, in this uh, uh, in this bill to protect, uh, should I say, the 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 purity of 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 these religious panels, or uh, would there would be any measures, or would anyone be able to join if they claim uh, that um, our church or our mosque uh, or our synagogue uh, does practice, uh, you know, Christianity or Islam or Judaism? You know, that is basically some of the uncertainties concerning the bull in its current form. There are many questions that is is unanswered and we don't know. And therefore, um, it's a bit scared to go into this thing, not knowing all of these things. All right, um, so what happens if a person claims to be a Muslim or claims to be a Christian or claims to be a Jew? And in, in, in terms of maybe another person, freedom of association is guaranteed in terms of the constitution, freedom of religion. So I don't have to be associated with this or other person. So it does become a bit very tricky 
But the bill in its current form that is currently with the um, portfolio committee doesn't answer these questions in, in point form, which is very, very scary as far as uh, the, cu- the current status is concerned. So basically um, what we're doing is we are placing a bill before Parliament that does, that does not, that only has a framework. There are no, there are no um, definites, there are no, um, uh, should I say, there are no specifics to this bill. So in essence, if it is accepted, if it is passed, uh, then basically um, we will be, ma- we in a sense, making it up as we go along. Yeah, it, it seems to be, there are certain regulations, yeah, it's regulation, regulating the religion. They are stating that there will be self-regulations, the, 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 the religions will, will be regulating themselves, yes. But then we find these peer review committees, which forms of similar bodies or similar thoughts or, and, and, and so forth. So we find this and we find it goes on appeal. And the state is also involved in, in this whole process. So there are many questions that are unanswered. Let's say that one person is Shafi'i, the other is Hanafi. We might differ in our opinions concerning certain issues. Um, currently, freedom of religion allows everyone to, f- to, to practice whatever they, they, they want, even if the Muslim marriages bill becomes an act. Right? People are free to either decide to be part of it or not to be part of it. Um, however, this piece of legislation enforces every person practicing a religion and you are of a similar thought or similar belief system to another to be associated with them and also to make an application for a license by these individuals. If however they believe that look here we don't agree with what you have to say uh, or with what you believe and then you will not issue with a license if that is possible um, it might be problematic. And that also could be taken on constitutional challenge in the constitutional court. So it's basically just a, another stumbling block before getting to the constitutional court as far as freedom of religion is concerned. Now, um, if we, if we uh, then explore, and I think uh, we kind of delved into the peer review committee, this, uh, in, in essence we were going to keep it for a separate issue, but I think we delved into this. I want to then speak about... Um, Another aspect, and uh, this was one of the reasons I think why this bill was brought forth. Not only the the strange practices with some uh, uh, deviant uh, uh, parts of of, of 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 the faith community who have exploited uh, the congregations, but also uh, the idea I believe was also to regulate hate speech in a sense from from the pulpit. If I, if, if I'm not mistaken, that was one of the core. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, yeah, there's also another piece of <laughs> legislation that is currently in the, in the process of being enacted, which is the hate speech bill, mm-hmm. right? That is also really not regulating religion, um, because, uh, for example, Islam doesn't uh, encourage hate speech, right? Um, so that is something uh, separate as well. Um, but the bull, in its, in its essence, wants to look at religions, look at belief systems, know what is happening in the country, but also regulating it. Right? Um, getting more specifically to what is stated, that would be more in detail. Um, the bull doesn't speak about that. However, the other bill that's also before Parliament, the hate speech bill, that does basically give a definition of, 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 of what hate speech is. And um, the Muslim Judicial Council has also made certain submissions to Parliament concerning that.
Concerning the hate speech bill. Hate speech bill. Yeah. The, the reason why I ask that question is um, we understand the hate, spe- hate speech bill in itself. Um, by definition, uh, obviously, it's it's as much as much as they have been have been stated specifics. Uh, there are still certain um, grey areas, I think. And mm-hmm. one of those things is there, there's been a concern raised among some people that, for instance, um, let's say, for instance, you as a religious leader, you take a platform. Now we understand in South Africa, in the democratic society, uh, we as uh, uh, we, we as citizens, uh, we find that uh, the freedoms are allowed to every grouping in South Africa, mm-hmm. which we understand and we respect. However, as Muslims, for instance, um, we understand that, and and also for for Christians and for Jews and for other faith faith groups, uh, there are certain aspects within religion where people are told. Uh, for instance, if we look at homosexuality, homosexuality in Islam, in Judaism, Christianity, uh, in the Orthodoxy, is 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 said to not be permissible. So, hence, if a religious leader on the pulpit uh, speaks out against homosexuality in the religion, in a sense, uh, would that not also be classified as hate speech? Yeah, and that and that was the big issue, the big question concerning the bull. Because the, the definition, obviously, definitely, I don't think any religion promotes hate speech, right, in its, in its general mm-hmm. sense. But the question as to whether if a person says, in terms of the divine law mm-hmm. revealed to us in our understanding, or according to this religion, A, B, and C is not allowed, right, there is basically a possibility for that person, in terms of the bull in its current form, Right. If it changes for me, then it's okay. But in its current form, it leaves the loophole or basically the the lacuna in order for a person to be uh, prosecuted for hate speech. Right. And that was basically one of the submissions we've made that uh, the the definition of hate speech is a bit too broad. And yes, in that example, um, it doesn't clearly state that. And I think one of the members of 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 of, of the committee of parliament stated that. Um, that is not our intention, but um, legally, looking at the wording of the bill, it, it basically does uh, leave open the possibility of being uh, prosecuted. And, and I think the, there's even some jail sentences that can be given if you are found guilty of hate speech. The voice of Sheikh Munir Abdurrauf, executive member of the MGC, is still hoping to be joined by uh, Sheikh Hassan Talib, uh, principal of IPSA, Islamic Peace uh, uh, College uh, of South Africa. When we return after this break, we will be talking more about uh, the proposed uh, regulation of religion and religious practices bill uh, that has been brought before Parliament for debate and discussion. And uh, uh, if this bill is passed, um, it will effectively regulate uh, religious groupings in South Africa and uh, the question that is raised is that uh, and I think we'll ask this question again after the break but does this not encroach on our freedom of religion is this not in uh, in, in, in in contrast or does this not then uh, conflict with the constitution of a country that protects our religious freedom and our independence in, 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 in practicing our religion uh, outside of state interference and uh, any other uh, uh, authority or authoritative body but we'll be discussing this after this break stay tuned my radio station your radio station our radio station 91.3 fm and 95.8 fm stereo 
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to VSC 91.3 FM. Uh, Muhammad Fasih uh, with you as well as uh, uh, Sheikh Munir Abdurrauf, Executive Member of the Muslim Judicial Council. We're hoping to get hold of Sheikh Hassan Tani, Principal at uh, IPSA. Uh, and tonight uh, we're talking about the, protect- the regulation of religious uh, of religion and uh, religious practices. And this, uh, wa- this, this bill, this proposed bill was brought uh, before Parliament after a deliberation uh, uh, by the Commission for the Promotion and Protection of the Rights of Cultural, Religious and Linguistic Communities. And of course, uh, uh, the, in the news we've seen in the last uh, couple of months or years, we've seen certain uh, religious uh, fi- figures uh, exploiting their congregations. We know about the doom incident. We know about people using oils and uh, asking people to eat snakes and other things. And uh, all this in, in the guise of faith. And uh, the understanding was obviously that uh, through introducing such a body would be regulating and protecting uh, citizens of our our country from being exploited uh, in the name of religion. However, again, the bill poses, as uh, Sheikh has mentioned before the break, um, it poses a serious challenge uh, in the sense that there are no specifics attached to this bill that has been placed before Parliament. And also we're talking about a peer review body. Uh, and and as we know, um, the, the 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 understanding of of of, of a religion, uh, for some might be subjective, the, for a uh, religious grouping might be subjective, uh, and in Islam we know that uh, uh, we know that there are clear divides, the clear there are clear outlines to 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 faith, and and, and we particularly if we use uh, us as an example, we from the Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jamaah. Uh, and Sheikh Bayoumi we from the Ahl Sunnah Wal Jama'ah, we uh, uh, subscribe to a particular doctrine. And there are others who might also claim to be Muslim but subscribe to a different doctrine. And uh, how would the constitution and how would the country, uh, the, 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 how would the, the government see uh, these people now? Would this bill see them? Would they see them on the same platform as us? Would they be on these committees? Would they be regulating us as well? Uh, or regulating uh, uh, Muslims as well, or Muslim uh, institutions as well. So that is a that is a question, and I think those are one of the important grey areas that we need to discuss and we need to highlight. Now, um, Sheikh, if if we go back to what we were saying before the break, and uh, uh, if look at uh, the fact that uh, um, uh, in terms of religious doctrine. Um, this is not a classic uh, scenario. Government has never, and I'm talking about broadly, if we look at, again, if we use the democracies of the United States, if we use the democracies of, of, of Europe, for instance, UK is an example, we've never seen uh, state interference in religious doctrine before. Why, why in South Africa have we taken this drastic step? We know that across the world uh, that faith communities are, in, some, in some instances are being exploited to one degree or another uh, as a result of, uh, for, for whatever reason, there are people in any society who will take advantage of, of a religious group uh, for financial gain or for, for other purposes. But why in South Africa have we gone to this extreme? Yeah, definitely, yes, Mohammed um, Vasih. It is a question that is not basically asked by yourself, it's actually asked by many others. Um, in the Muslim community and more specifically also in other religious fraternities like the, the churches, right? There's um, the organization um, Freedom of Religion South Africa that is constituted and made up of many, many organizations around South Africa. And um, 
as far as that is concerned, they are all opposing this. They are stating as well that government is interfering in the right to freedom of religion. They are also stating that this bill is unconstitutional. It infringes on a person's right to religion. If a person looks at the structure of what they are proposing, right, right at the bottom they refer to individual practitioners. Right, that would be the Imam, the Mawlana, the Mu'allim, the Mu'allima, whoever he or she might be. Right, then you find that that Imam or Mawlana or whoever it might be then falls under a masjid. Right, then that masjid then basically falls under an umbrella organization. Right. And the umbrella organization would recommend the licensing of the individual institution, like the masjid. Right, so it is application for license. All right. Then these persons are then organizations or institutions would then be registered under the peer review committee. Right, so we find there is a structure. Then if we go one up, you then find there's a peer review council, right? So depending on the type of issues, the type of differences, the type of challenges we find within the religious fraternities, it might go up there. And the final appeal mechanism is a CRL Rights Commission, right? And that is an, a state organ, right? And this is why some even state that says of the view and of the opinion that this is state interference in religious doctrines because it's basically we're being dictated by the state if there is any problem concerning the religion or practice or the validity of either whatever we are doing it basically comes back to the state making a decision as far as that is concerned right so that is the the structure which we find ourselves in um now you just stated earlier on that, why do we go to this extreme, right? These many religious organizations in South Africa are saying, yes, the very same thing. Why are we going to this extreme? If a person is doing something illegal, if a person is doing something that goes against the law of the country, what is then required? Enforce the law. It doesn't mean that we have to then regulate the religion, even if that religion does not even condone. Maybe that person is doing something that is wrong even in terms of that religion. Why does the religion have to suffer? Right. So they're saying that if a person sells snakes, right, and says that you eat, eat the snakes and pay 20,000 rand, right, that would be illegal under certain laws, enforce the law and prosecute. If it is the person sprays doom and the person gets ill, right, there's a certain law that does not allow this. Enforce the law. Prosecute the person. Whatever law is existing. If it's not a law, then make a criminal uh, law that uh, makes that unlawful right so enforce educate and they and in that instance we'll find that these practices will no longer be there because it is illegal it doesn't mean that we have to then regulate regulation would be okay if it was self-regulation and that is the the um, motivation of the, of the mjc where the Religious organizations would regulate themselves.
All right. So we have no problems on saying that you're right. We disagree with that that group because we don't we don't believe that as well as Muslims. We all live beautifully together, all right? But self-regulation within the religion would be welcomed, right? As we currently have, we have organizations like the Muslim Judicial Council, we have religions like the United Ulama Council of South Africa, and so forth, and they are an umbrella body. And it's also basically governed by the religious itself, with no interference by state. And that is the big question. Why is it that we go into the extreme of state interfering in our religious matters, when we do have a freedom of religion? And I think I want to make it clear that this is not just uh, a Muslim concern. It's a broader concern. We're speaking about all religions, whether someone is Hindu, whether they're Christian, whether they're uh, Jewish. Uh, in actual fact, all religions will fall under this uh, uh, this, this, uh, this this commission. Uh, this, uh, and, and, and basically what it means, in a sense, is uh, if you... Uh, and I just want to maybe just uh, outline it uh, in the sense that if you as a, a religious fraternity do not uh, uh, do not uh, qualify by virtue of not uh, perhaps um, uh, should I say uh, complying in this in, in this in the sense that they feel you should comply then you will not be recognized as a religious practitioner yeah that is basically the problem it's a possible problem because it is also possible that a person says look you're right I <laughs> I am a Muslim, or I am a Christian, or I am a Jew. And now the religious organization says that, okay, you are not a Christian, you are not a Jew. All right. Um, I've actually posed this question to the, 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 the member of parliament. And she said, all right, then you can then make a, a new religion. Register a different one. So now you will have a, one, one religion, another religion. It basically, I don't see how, it, how it's going to work out, how, it's, how this thing is going to plan out. Because there's too many unanswered questions concerning this matter. Regulation is good. Um, under the current context, we're saying that there should be self-regulation. The, 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 um, the religion would regulate itself. But, however, if there should be some other form of regulation by state, for example, the current state of affairs or the bill that has been proposed um, there are too many problems with it uh, and I don't think that it should be put through in this state the question is also uh, the bill itself uh, has the window for public comment closed um, and also do we know when this bill is going to be voted is going to be placed before uh, Parliament uh, for a vote yeah basically it's, it's not open as we stated at the beginning there is the, the bill is currently with the Parliamentary Portfolio Committee on Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs, known as COGTA. Um, there was a deadline for submissions, and that was uh, the 31st of July 2017. That was um, yesterday. Um, there are email addresses, um, Ms. Shireen, Kasim, and Muzimani, Muzimani, Mudekani, the chairperson. These are individuals that are currently sitting with the bill in its current form. Um, the Muslim Judicial Council had made certain submissions as well. Um, there are about seven points which we have referred to concerning our, uh, our, uh, our, the way we see the bill. And we've also looked at certain recommendations right, that uh, we think would be um, under the current status. If, if, if the issue is that they are doing criminal activity, then 
enforce the the law. If it is that the religious authorities or the individuals practicing religion, uh, be it a Christian, whatever, or Muslim or Jew, does not know what the law is, inform them, right? educate them in terms of the South African context. Um, and by doing that, then there's no more a need for regulating the the religion. And um, one example, for example, what we're looking at is we're stating that the CRL Rights Commission is an institution of state. So this proposal amounts to state control of the religion. Right? That's one thing. We're stating that the peer review committee will be dependent on and under the control of the CRL Rights Commission. Right? This is not self-regulation, which we as Muslims and many other religious organizations want. But this is state control of religion. Right. We've referred to the umbrella organizations. They will be evaluated on whether or not their doctrine and practices are acceptable, which is, in a, is a violation on freedom of religion. Because if I got the, 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 the right to practice my religion as I feel, right. even if you look at not so long ago, there was this one case they called the, the Prince case. Right. It's a lawyer that wanted to uh, be admitted as an attorney of the High Court and it was opposed by the, the law society. And his argument was that my religion says that I should smoke marijuana, right, to smoke drugs. Right, and said, South African context, yes, you have that religion, but how are we going to regulate this? Right, and currently, um, it is even legal in the Western Cape to, to smoke the, the, um, the drug for private, in, in your private uh, space. Right, so from this aspect, Many legal um, persons are then arguing that this is an infringement of the right to religion. We also state that the Rights Commission will fund this structure by charging license fees, which will likely exceed one billion rand annual income. Right? So it's quite a lot of money. So, so, so the, the, uh, if we stop right there yeah. and we talk about this massive, um, uh, you know, influx of of, 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 of funding that uh, government would receive as a result of, of, of licensing of, fees, of licensing fees, um, some might then say, you know, but is this the intention? Is this the reason behind, you know, the the, the drive to get this bill pushed through? Is is it that government wants to, you know, increase uh, flow? Uh, should I say? Uh, uh, my, uh, the flow of money into the coffers uh, and uh, is this bill perhaps not an excuse for government to be able to tax the religion in a sense? No, we can't really say that but it, it is a possibility right and even this this figure of one billion rand uh, this is what has been um, at least been the opinion of organizations like Freedom of Religion South Africa this is what they are saying that this is the amount of money that could come in and the question is can religious organizations, even if you look at the Muslim community, many of the, the ulama, they are suffering, they're finding things difficult. And there should be a, an extra fee for them to pay in order to practice their religion in South Africa. And the question is, could they afford it? And what happens if they can't afford it? Are they going to be sanctioned? Are they going to be penalized, fined, imprisoned? What, what is the, the outcome? So it is, it's really a very, very, very um, worrying 
as far as this is concerned. Sure. What can a, a, a private citizen, uh, you know, uh, do? What, what can what in South African do, um, you know, in the context of this, uh, in, in the face of this, um, you know, massive uh, challenge that has been placed before us? Basically, what, what can what in South African do from a constitutional point of view within the rights, uh, within the civil rights, in a sense, to be able to 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 to, to oppose this uh, proposed bill? Yeah, I would advise firstly to go and read the bill. Right? It has been made available. Uh, many religious organizations have stated that this, the, the, the details and the content of the bill has come out too late and there was not been enough participation by the public or in the religious fraternities. Was some years. At instances, even the MJC was summoned to, to, to give our input into the bill, um, but there was not enough um, However, the, the, the deadline was yesterday, right? Um, it was all open to anyone from the public um, to send that email to Ms. Shireen Kasim, the Secretariat, or, or to the, the Chairperson, Mr. Madakani, right? By stating, I've read through the bill, and these are my concerns. Either I am in favor or I am opposing. This is why I am doing it. Um, I'm doing it in the name of my community, in the name of my family, and so forth. So the current Portfolio Committee on Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs, or COGDA, um, would then take this into consideration uh, before uh, 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 um, putting this before the National Assembly and the National Council of Provinces, um, because the, the feeling of the, the people and the citizens of South Africa must be taken into consideration before any piece of legislation is enacted. So yes, that is what I would advise. Uh, read the bill, look at it, and uh, give your, your opinion as far as what you think should be included, should be excluded, or whether or not you want the bill to be uh, at least disposed of outright. The voice of Sheikh Mudir Abdurrauf, uh, executive member of the Muslim Judicial Council, this evening talking about the regulation of religion and uh, religious practices bill that has uh, that that ha obviously the window for public comment is closed, uh, the 31st of July, which was yesterday. But of course, this bill will now be debated in Parliament, and uh, obviously, um, in Parliament will be set to either pass the bill or stick it from 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 the roll, so to speak. But uh, uh, we we hope, inshallah and mm. pray, uh, inshallah, that uh, um, this bill does not uh, pass because I believe, uh, and I think many others do believe, that this infringes on South African, uh, our, our rights as South Africans who have, under the Constitution, enjoyed tremendous freedom of religion. And uh, the fact, and, and it is worrying that the state sees itself fit to now want to regulate religion and want to insert its its will, in a sense, uh, in, 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 in the matter of, of, of faith and religion. Yes, definitely. Even if you look at the actual CRL Commission, they're not even empowered to do this in terms of the current law. And they actually had to make the application to change the law that gives them the right to regulate religions. So it's actually a drastic change on the current state of, of affairs. And yes, um, if this uh, is to happen, uh, we might lose um, the very freedoms that we currently have in South Africa and it might ev never ever be regained again if the bill as stated in its current form right, is passed by, by Parliament.
We're going to take a break now. When we come back, inshallah, we'll continue. Of course, uh, we're chatting to you on MJC Speaks this evening, uh, the program uh, uh, with uh, the Muslim Judicial Council. And normally we talk about uh, various branches of the Muslim community, of Muslim Judicial Council, uh, and how they operate and engage with the Muslim community. But this evening, focusing specifically on this bill, regulation of religion and religious practices. Uh, we'll be back after this. Stay tuned. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to MJC Speaks, the final segment this evening. We're talking about the regulation of religion and religious practices. A bill that's uh, been proposed, the window for public comment has closed. And that, of course, was uh, was on the 31st of July 2017, which was yesterday. Of course, this bill will now be debated by Parliament. And uh, subsequent to that, uh, uh, if it is successful, it will be signed uh, into law. And uh, that means that religious bodies, uh, whether you're Muslim, or whether you're Christian, whether you're Jewish or Hindu, uh, you will find that your uh, religion would be regulated. Not necessarily your religion personally, but a religious institutions uh, would be regulated. And that means that government would have a say, uh, in essence, in, in the the, 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 the indirectly in uh, the uh, uh, understanding of in, in the in the i wouldn't say con- uh, consummation i wouldn't say that's the mm. entirely the wrong word but what i would say is government ha- in the legitimization of religious bodies and uh, the thing is as we've been speaking about this it's it's concerning because at the end of the day if we think about we going to be living in society we potentially might be living in the south africa where your uh, your imam or your sheikh uh, would be subject to a certain criteria and if he does not meet this criteria he can no longer be your sheikh or your imam mm. cannot lo- no longer legally practice his religion and um sheikh, if, I, if i if i may then just ask this question uh, are there any specifics around your religious leaders in terms of which requirements besides the legal fee which requirements they sh- need to meet in order for them to 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 um, uh, qualify uh, as uh, a legal as a religious practitioner. Yes, basically, we look at Hajj Muhammad Vasih. Um, the the government is basically stating that it will be self-regulation. Right, that is what the way they they, they see it. However, uh, if, if you look at the actual proposed bill, it's not as it's not doesn't seem to be that way unless the provisions are changed. Because if the CRRL Rights Commission is a final arbiter, right, then how is it self-regulation? Because the final end is by state, is regulated by state, um, even though they might not interfere under certain circumstances. So by reading the, the proposed bill as it is, it's very difficult to interpret this piece of future legislation, if enacted, to be 100% self-regulatory. Right, so that is the the the, the difficulty there. Um, as far as the requirements, the criteria, yes, um, the way I read it, it will be by the organisations. But then the issue comes about association. So it will be similar-minded people coming together, and if I ever <laughs> I'm enforced to be with another similar-minded type of person, and now I apply to be 
a whatever in this religious fraternity the one person disagrees and now it might be a bit of a difficulty right um, because of these doctrinal issues and interpretation of um, the Sharia per se I'm speaking more specifically within the the, 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 the Muslim community or Islamic law so it might be a bit of a a problem um, or definitely it will be a problem issue if you're looking at the bill as it currently stands yes but generally speaking the bill does state that these requirements will be based on let's say now all the Muslims of the Western Cape or all the Muslims of the Eastern Cape can apply for the license the institution basically will be governed under the umbrella organization we find the peer review committee and the peer review council anything can happen at any one of these stages and then it will go on appeal on appeal and then it becomes a bit more broader because now it's not only for example the peer review council it might be representatives of many other religions and then they have a a say in the final outcome as what happens with this specific religion because mm-hmm. how you go the, the broader it gets and finally it gets to the CRRL rights commission as a final arbiter and that is the the question of is it not seem to be a state regulation of religion because we end up over there right so these are the difficulties that we would face if this bill becomes an a piece of legislation we currently it is not the status quo well i think uh, it's scary times and uh, once again i just i just say, i'm just saying that let's hope that this bill does not get passed by parliament um, let's hope the bull's just dead in the water because if it does get passed, it's going to change the landscape mm. of how religion is practiced in, in this country. And uh, subhanAllah, that is a scary thought. Uh, Sheikh, I think we have run out of time, but I want to say shukran to uh, Sheikh for coming in and uh, enlightening us on the uh, regulation of religion and religious practices uh, bill uh, that has been uh, proposed and uh, uh, is now up for debate in Parliament. Um, and uh, I think. Perhaps the window is closed, but it does not stop us as, pri- as, as private citizens from writing to government, from emailing government, uh, from writing to uh, national government, even to the uh, actual um, commission uh, for promotion and protection of the rights of cultural and religious and linguistic communities, and uh, viewing our concerns as, 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 as people of faith, uh, who ascribe to a particular faith and I'm talking about us as Muslims mm-hmm. and everyone else Christians, Jews, Hindus uh, voicing your opinions on this because uh, we need our voices to be heard now before that bill, ge- uh, before that bill uh, gets gets debated and if it is ratified mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it means something serious for us as, 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 as uh, faith communities but Sheikh, all the best inshallah uh, and uh, shukran for Sheikh's time Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Well, that's it for me from Myself, Muhammad Fasih Peterson, has been a pleasure being in a company this evening. Next up is Caravan this evening with Muhammad Sheikh, uh, and uh, he will be starting a new series between 9 and uh, 10, inshallah. Uh, so don't stay tuned for that, inshallah. I mean, but of course, also, uh, don't forget uh, that uh, you can still. Download VSC's app. It's still available for you to download on Google Play. So if you'd like to listen to VSC outside of the borders of the Western Cape or South Africa as a whole, or even uh, globally, if you would like to listen to Voice of the Cape, you can download our app, Android app now and stream us live anywhere in the world at any time, inshallah. I mean, well, till I speak to you again, I bid you assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Have a fantastic evening. Further, stay warm and stay dry. It's a little wet outside. And of course, a big shukran to Auntie Abida.